Episode of Myths and Mysteries in Black and White with you two house myself. You two house? <laughs> two hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, we've started now. <laughs> two hosts, me, Ed, and my main man, Josh. Sorry about that. How we do? Hope how we, we are all well. <laughs> and hello again to the YouTube that can finally see our mugs again. Yeah, I know. You can actually see us. You can actually Look, watch you've us. You've missed this. Don't lie. Yeah, you've don't missed this. Yeah, come on, nah, nah, you fucking. <laughs> 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 but. <laughs> First things first, as always, Josh, how you been, my man? Yeah, brilliant, mate. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, yeah, yeah. we finally, we're back. We're, we're back how we was. How we want to be. How we want exactly. to be. Exactly. Um, and we're moving up in the world. Yeah, yeah. We've we've spoke about it off camera. We won't go too much into it just yet, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure you already know exactly what we're on about anyway. What? Patreon? Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got confused. <laughs> I'm guessing that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but pretty much, right, just a quick one. We've got a Patreon. Hey! <laughs> so now you could give us money and then you get better content. Exactly. It's, like, it's no different to what you do with Netflix. No. I mean, currently, literally, at this precise minute, at the moment we're recording this, the Patreon is actually under review to make sure that it does go ahead. Yeah. We will put something up on the Facebook as soon as it does go ahead, yep. which should be in the next few days. Um, and then you can, oh, like I said, I'll, I'll leave a link uh, um, below on that Facebook post. Yep. And then you can check it out and subscribe if you want to. And as well, um, we might might as well put it on our own personal Facebook so, you, so we, people could share it. Well, yeah. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So yeah, if you do listen to this, check us out. Make sure you check the Facebook out and share it with your friends who think they'd be interested. Yeah. In just listening to the podcast in general. And as well, if they enjoy the podcast, to make things even better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so... It's got that out of the fucking way. <laughs> How you been, mate? Yeah, really good, actually. Really good. Really good. I've been, yeah, it, you know what, like you say, like things are moving up in the world. Like, we're, we're getting better better things. Yeah. Um, we're getting involved in a lot of other things. And... Um, yeah, it just seems to be moving moving nicely. Really. It's moving in the right direction. Yeah, it is, and I, like, it's, it's proper buzzing me. Yeah, exactly. Um, we're going camping in a few weeks. Yeah, might, might as well make a vlog of that as well. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought that was what we was doing anyway. Fair play. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, just you know, just to get away for a bit. It'll be us two, uh, Connor and Lewis. Yeah, go, yeah, that'll be that'll be a buzz. Just just get away for a couple of days. That'd be nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, nah, fucking. Yeah, fucking sick actually. <laughs> Life is good at the moment. Life is very good. I'm just, moment. I'm scared when reality's going to slap us in the face. Oh yeah, I've never gone this well for so long. No, so, so, well, so come on, what's coming? Yeah, I'm going to die in a car crash or something. <laughs> well, fucking hope not. No, well, same here, mate. <laughs> Somehow my toes are going to fall off or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but um, nah, yeah, all good, mate. All good. But um. So today, you we spoke about it last week. Uh, we are going to be covering uh, a British serial killer. Mm-hmm. Is who I'm Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> and um, he goes by the name of Peter Sutcliffe. Yep. Here's Peter Sutcliffe. Yeah. yeah. Or as he was more commonly known as the Yorkshire Ripper. Mm. And here he obviously got the name from a very prolific serial killer, which I'm covering. Yeah. Still buzzing about that. <laughs> Jack the Ripper. And I don't, I, I mean, I personally don't know the, the how they, they the crossover sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'll get to that. Sweet, sweet, sweet. I got you covered, boy. I <laughs> yeah. got you covered. Sweet. So, yeah, with that, everyone, get yourself a nice drink, get yourself some grub, sit back, fucking enjoy it. Josh, take it away. I will. <laughs> right. So, on Friday, January 2nd, 1981, the Yorkshire Ripper's five year reign of terror finally came to an end. Thank you very much for listening. Thing is, imagine people like, oh, they've actually fed it off. During this five years, first starting with his first attack in 1975, Peter Sutcliffe murdered 13 women and left seven others for dead. Okay, now. In fact, many of the surviving victims had no idea that they was actually attacked by the Yorkshire Ripper until after he was caught, with the police telling them they have no idea how lucky they are to have survived. Right. After he was caught, his family was absolutely stunned as they couldn't even remotely comprehend that Peter William Sutcliffe, the man that they knew and loved, could be the man behind the infamous Yorkshire Ripper title. Mm. So, like I do with my serial killers, go a little bit uh, into his backstory. Yeah. So, Peter Sutcliffe was fir- uh, was the firstborn son of John and Kathleen Sutcliffe, and he was born on 2nd June 1946. He was born in an industrial county of Yorkshire. Mm-hmm. He was actually a premature baby, only weighing five pounds. Okay, now. So, he was, he was tiny. He was a little babby. He was a little babby. Growing up, he was the polar opposite to his father, who was... Uh, uh, he was Dutch. Yeah, he was, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he was the polar opposite to his father, who was an extrovert and enjoyed a drink and watching any type of sport. Right. Peter was, in fact, a quiet and shy boy growing up who preferred to stay indoors with his mum instead of doing things like play fighting with his younger brother and sisters. Right. He is believed to have found some kind of safe haven in his mother due to his fear of his father's masculin- uh, masculinity. Right. So his father was proper like a man's man. Man's do you know man. what I mean? And he was like basically very timid around him. Right. And at school, he didn't really communicate with other children. Instead, he would just simply stand alone in a corner of a playground. Oh. So he was he was a very, like we said, shy boy. Yeah, like borderline pathetic. Yeah, mm. yeah. In his later years, um, in his later years of secondary school, he finally began to try and fit in with the other kids, and even took up bodybuilding, and was finally able to beat his brothers in things like arm wrestles and that kind of stuff. Right. Which pleased his dad because he's finally, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Go on, what? Yeah, exactly. He left school at the age of fifteen, having no idea what he wanted to do with his life, and over the next two years, he would constantly be changing jobs. Right. At the age of 20, he finally approached a woman for the first time ever. Hey! And in 1969, um, him and his girlfriend got married and everything was perfect. That was until she cheated on him. Yeah, always a way. And this basically triggered something inside him that 
began his pure hatred for women, specifically prostitutes and sex workers. Right. <laughs> Fucking hell. Imagine if he was about to die with OnlyFans and shit. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking hell. He'd have a fucking aneurysm. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, <laughs> got the fucking toy shop or something. <laughs> Fucking hell. Now, even though she was the one who theoretically triggered his hatred uh, towards women, he never once harmed his wife in any way. He never right. laid a finger on her. He never even really uh, verbally abused her or anything. Right. Well, in 1969, Sutcliffe was out in Bradford with one of his friends looking for a woman who supposedly cheated on uh, cheated him out of some money. <laughs> Where suddenly, he got out of the van and followed another woman who he's never seen before down a back alley into a garage and attacked her with a stone inside a sock. Right. After he hit her, the sock actually ripped and the stone went flying out, based, meaning Sutcliffe no longer had a weapon. Mm. So at that point, he decided to run away. Thankfully, the woman wasn't hurt too hang much. On, hang on, where did he get the sock from? I'm oh, probably his foot. Uh, so, <laughs> so he put his shoes back on and he got one sock down. That's weird, <laughs> isn't it? You can tell he's tapped. <laughs> he's running about in shoes and no socks. Like yeah, that is vile behaviour. If yeah. you if you actually do that, that is disgusting behaviour. Yeah, you need, you need sort yourself out. You're yeah. gonna get fucking corns and blisters. Sort it out. <laughs> Horrific athletes. Though. Yeah. Sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ Thankfully the woman wasn't hurt too much And even managed to chase Sutcliffe down <laughs> And could even remember the number plate of the van That him and his friend drove away in She gave that in info to the police But during that time period Sex workers and prostitutes Was not really taken seriously by the police And so she just decided to not press charges Right, because okay. the police were just like, yeah, all right, we'll get on that. She's like, well, what's the fucking point? Yeah, yeah, never's gonna get done. Yeah, but imagine if she like went through with it, it could have saved so many people's lives. Well, it would have, yeah. It could, well, it could have, yeah. Like you say, if they took it properly, like, yeah, like, further. But you know what I mean? Like it was always our chance. They could you, have. You'll find with uh, this topic, mm. I don't know what it is about the police back then, because the same happened with Bamba. Yeah. The same with Sutcliffe. The same with countless others. So much of the police force Wait. were fucking Fuck. useless. <laughs> fucking they were tight. so bad. <laughs> like, you'd look... If it happened nowadays, you'd look at them and be like, how have you got a job? Yeah. You're supposed to protect the public. Like, I feel like the public should be protecting you. Because <laughs> you're just that incompetent. <laughs> But the next attack didn't occur until July uh, 1975, six years after the first attack. Mm -hmm. A woman called Anna Rogalski was, uh, was walking home alone when she was approached from behind and hit in the head with a hammer. She was knocked out and didn't wake up until hours later in intensive care. Right. Now, due to her being knocked out, she obviously had no idea the extent of her injuries. And when she woke up, she discovered that she had severe damage to her skull and knife slashes all over her stomach. Okay, now. now, during the attack, someone living nearby heard a noise outside which disturbed Sutcliffe, forcing him to run away. Mm. A month later, in August 1975, a woman called Olive Smelt was attacked, to which the assault was near on identical. Right. 
She was again hit over the head with a hammer and received loads of knife slashes. However, this time... So no stabs? No. Oh. However, this time, it was to the lower back. But just like last time, Sutcliffe was disturbed and forced to run away. Yeah, you're very good at this. No, he ain't. You're, you're, this is quite a common trend. Mm-hmm. Like, his modus operandi is, like, identical. Is what? How do I describe this? Why are you speaking in fucking Latin? <laughs> <laughs> He's calling card, shall right. I say. His method uh, right, fair, fair. is pretty much identical every single attack. Right, okay. Uh, during this time, for some reason, none of the three attacks had no link to each other at all. Right. Which is odd, considering that the last two were more or less identical with each other. Well, the, well, what, the actual attack? Yeah, with right. the hammer and the knife slashes. Oh, right, yeah. Well, on October 30th, 1975, the first body was discovered in Leeds. The victim was 28-year-old Wilma McCann. She was struck in the back of the head uh, twice with a hammer and was stabbed 15 times in the neck and torso. Mm. See what I mean? That's if he was killing. What well, that's what got me. Like he was slashing him. Yeah, like, but this is what he's only causing surface. Yeah, scratch. This is why I'll, I'll get onto it in a second. But this is why I think he was slashing them. Right, but then yeah, like stabbing, like that does kill him. Yeah, her Pretty body was found with her blouse pulled up and her trousers pulled down, suggesting a potential sexual motive to this crime. Right. Yeah. However, it was difficult to determine whether or not she had been sexually assaulted due to the fact that Wilma was actually working as a prostitute that night. Oh, so they couldn't determine whether it was sexual assault or consensual sex. Because yeah. obviously the test would have just come up saying, yeah, she's had sex. Yeah, you yeah. don't know whether that's sexual assault or just... Getting leg over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The post-mortem of Wilma's body proved uh, that some wounds also showed reinser- uh, reinsertion. Right. Meaning that she was stabbed in the same place multiple times. That's why I think he might have been slashing them. So he slashed it and then stabbed so he knows exactly where he's stabbing again and again and again. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. With a slash, you, you all you're doing is you just... Just cut it. You're just yeah. cutting them. Whereas if you stab him, even if you reinsert it, that would still... You know what yeah. I mean? I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't get like the slashing because you just caught a surface. Damage. Yeah, unless it was just a case of he just wanted to get his anger out and then it stemmed on to kill it. Yeah, yeah, might have, might have. He started to get more of a rush, I guess. Yeah. Exactly. At the scene of the crime, no murder weapon, DNA, or any kind of evidence was found. Mm-hmm. Three months later, in January 1976, a second body was found. The victim was 42-year-old Emily Jackson. This murder was again more or less identical to Wilma uh, Wilma McCann's. The only difference being is that Wilma was stabbed 15 times and Emily was stabbed 52 times. Oh, right. Yeah, so he's gone up. Yeah. And this time with a screwdriver rather than a knife. Oh. Was it Phillips, Flathead, Star, Posse? Yeah, it was a Posse, yeah. set me up for that one I couldn't do it (laughs) this time however the police had a huge piece of evidence with Emily's body being found uh, behind a bakery 
with a huge boot print across one of her thighs, as well as ton uh, tons of fingerprints being found in the mud as well. It's the Muffin Man. The Muffin Man! <laughs> the Muffin Man! <laughs> Cars were taken and sent off to be analysed, where it was found uh, to be from a men's size 7 workman's boot. Seven? He yeah. Had tiny little feet. Well, he was premature, wasn't he? He was a little oh, dinky yeah. thing, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, true. But then again, saying that, Tyson Fury was premature and he was about fucking seven foot four. Yeah. <laughs> he had a little, little size seven feet. Bless him. I'm size 11. So I'm, I'm size 13. Yeah, <laughs> I'm nearly doubling. Yeah. <laughs> Bless his little cotton socks, literally. <laughs> well, I can't suck because he took them off. <laughs> fucking weirdo. <laughs> I'm going to understand the killer than that. Take one shot. You're crossing the line there, yeah, son. Yeah, yeah, you're fucking weird, mate. <laughs> This also gave a potential clue as to the killer's profession, with these boots being common among man, uh, manual workers. The police linked the murders of Wilma and Emily together and came to the conclusion that this is most likely a killer with a motive of hatred towards prostitutes. Yeah. This is when... Ah, I'll get it now. I'll get the link. What? I'll get the link with him and Jack the Ripper now. Yeah. Yeah. Funny enough. Yeah. This is when news started to spread about... Um, spread around about a possible serial killer and even and the news even branded him Jack the Ripper. Nah, there's only one, mate. Well, they think. This is brilliant, right? This somehow started to confuse the public between this Ripper <laughs> and Jack the Ripper of the Whitechapel murders, despite the fact that the original Jack the Ripper murders occurred in the 1800s. Yeah. Fuck, he's old. That Donnie's <laughs> fucking dead now. <laughs> How can you actually sit there thinking... I wonder which one it is. Yeah. I reckon it's the same guy. Yeah, 200 years ago. Yeah, right? you're like, are you, are you fucking mental? <laughs> <laughs> it just shows how stupid the, the British public can be. We are thick as pig shit. Yeah. Like, you, you see it when other countries, they, they take the piss out of British people and you think, fuck off. Yeah. And then, and then you, you hear shit like, like that and you're like, oh, they might well, have we, a point. Yeah, we ain't got a leg to stand on. That's what we've got to hold the banner up, Josh. We're the fucking gay <laughs> team. So to stop this confusion, they decided to simply label him as the Ripper. Mm -hmm. But when more info and news began to spread, he was once again rebranded to the Yorkshire Ripper. Yeah. What? Okay, that makes no sense what I've written down there. <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense. What? Go on, Zach. Now dies to not having a lot to go on. Now the police? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Now, with not having a lot to go on, the police went uh, back for different crimes, uh, basically like through all their crime records of unsolved yeah. crimes, to see if there was any link between them and the killer. Now, due to the fact that they was looking at this as a motive against prostitutes, they didn't take into account the original attacks being from the same person, right. which was annoying because both of the survivors of the original attacks had both made very, very similar sketches of their attackers, and it was blatantly obvious that who they're was. who it was, which was, of course, Peter Sutcliffe. Right. Now, during this time, the murders seemed to have stopped for almost about a year, with the police believing that the Ripper had basically just given up. Mm. During this time, Sutcliffe was, in fact, attacking women and was trying to kill them, but for some reason or another, he wasn't able to do so. Well, he started to get a conscience. 
What? But did he like start getting? A no, uh, like I think he was attempting to kill him. It was just, like he was disturbed or whatever, or right. ran away or just fucked it up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, on uh, May 9th, nineteen seventy-six, a woman called Marcella Claxton was walking home from a party when she accepted a lift from a stranger. When she asked the driver if she could get out to go to the toilet, she was attacked. <laughs> fucking hell. Can I go for a wee? No, you fucking can't. <laughs> <laughs> you stank my fucking ear. <laughs> How dare you? You dirty bitch. <laughs> Piss on my seat. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> when she came round, her attacker was obviously gone and she was badly bleeding from her head and she then proceeded to walk half a mile to the nearest phone box to call for help. Yeah. Sadly, and this is a bit sad, she was in fact four months pregnant at the time, and due to the attack, she did unfortunately miscarry. What a cunt, man. Now, whilst in hospital, Marcella made a sketch of her attacker, and once again, it was more or less original, I mean, more or less identical to the original two sketches. Mm. So you've now got three sketches of the same guy, but they're not putting them all together. Even take the murders out, because they were prostitutes. You'd still think there's a bloke out there attacking women. Well, yeah, exactly. You think, should we go out of this bloke? Exactly. Funny enough, you said that. Once again, because Marcella wasn't a prostitute, hers was discounted as well. But it's still a crime. Yeah, and this is what confuses me, right? Because she... They said during around this time period, sex workers and prostitutes weren't taken seriously. Mm. These three weren't. No. And they're the ones that are getting discarded, and they're the ones that have got the three sketches of near enough identical, the same fucking bloke, and they've just gone, yeah, nah. I'm not interested. You know, are you a dickhead? Fuck's sake. But if you drop a fag, if you drop a fag boat, they want to... Oh, they... fucking hell, yeah. They want to string you by your bollocks. Yeah. Like, what? Work it out, man. Dickheads, bro. What's this? Not long afterwards, on February 5th, 1977, a third body was found. The victim was 28-year-old Irene Richardson, and once again with the same injuries as the other two bodies, a blow to the head followed by several stab wounds. Mm -hmm. This time, however, he was a lot more planned with his attack. Having dragged and repositioned her body, emptied the contents of her handbag, placed them all around her to make it look like a, a frenzied attack. And to give whoever found the body the biggest shock factor possible. Ah, oh, so make it look like a mugging of some sort. Yeah. Right. But once again, he left behind a vital clue. This time being tyre marks, which could help the police determine what kind of car he drove. Yeah. Just get her. So phone. they're thinking, fucking hell, we actually might be onto something here. Yeah. Reality slap. However, they discovered there was in fact 53,000 models of cars that use these tyres in West Yorkshire alone. (laughs) But, I know we were saying they were fucking useless. I'll give credit to them, because they contacted about 30,000 of the car owners and interviewed them about where they were that night. Yeah. But after that, because obviously, they'd be fucking knackered by this point. They were just like, they basically just gave up. <laughs> I was oh, like, I'll, I'll get fuck that. that. I can't be asked anymore. Yeah, I, I can understand that. At this point, it was absolute fact that there was a serial killer. Yeah. After these three murders, a woman called Tracy Brown came forward believing that she had also been attacked by the Ripper. In 1975, two months before the first murder, the then 14 year old girl was walking home down a country road at night when she was approached by a man who, again, 
hit her over the head with a weapon and continued to do so after she went down. A car turned down that road, causing her attacker to run away. So, again, it was looking like it was heading the same way. Yeah. But this is what I was on about with the beginning, where I was like, they, obviously, they've just been hitting the head with the attacker, and they wouldn't have no idea that that was the Yorkshire Ripper. No. Do you know what I mean? Until it started coming out in the news, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, how mad is that? Oh, mate, that that makes chills go down the spine on it. Well, two months after the third murder, a fourth body was found. Um, This one belonging to 32-year-old Patricia Atkinson. This time, however, the body was actually found indoors in her own bed. Mm. But once again, the injuries, etc. were the Ripper's trademark. Right, yeah, yeah. Another uh, boot print was found that completely matched the print at the second murder. Right. At this point, the police... um, were absolutely overwhelmed trying to find the killer, with over 2,300 home visits and over 2,000 statements being taken, but nothing really came of this. Right. Two months later, a fifth body was found. This one was belonging to 16-year-old Jay McDonald. Hang on. Right. Remember when we were done Ian Huntley? Mm-hmm. Right, and he had a a, a, a thing with Yorkshire Ripper. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, you're a child murdering prank, I'll kill you. Mm-hmm. He's... He, what's he doing? He's just done the same thing. So yeah. Fucking hypocrite. Yeah. yeah. Like, much as really the only way he he was talking about Huntley is because he thought he's not on my level. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 That, that's what he would have stand down to. Yeah. Not on his notoriety. Yeah. Like, yeah exactly. You know who I am, kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. No. Nah, he's yeah. He's a fucking prick and all. When Jay McDonald was found, um, when Jay McDonald was found, this um, wait what? Did, but yeah, sorry. Her body was found, but this one didn't match up with the others with her not being a sex worker. Right. And this is when the public really started to get worried because obviously well, yeah. at the time, women were okay because they're like, well, I'm not a prostitute, so I'm good. Yeah. But then obviously when this attack happened, then it was like, okay, oh, this is a bit bad. Yeah, yeah. No one's safe. Yeah. Two weeks later, a 42-year-old Maureen Long had been out with her friends when she was accepted a lift home from a stranger. Right. You know there's a Yorkshire Ripper about. Yes. Don't just go home in groups. Yes, exactly. Don't accept lifts off anyone. Exactly. You'll be bougie. Yeah. For fuck's sake. Well, like, especially because this is all going about in the news and everything at the same time. Yeah, like, so it, you're thinking, it's public so you, knowledge. Yeah, exactly. You know that there's a killer out there in your area attacking women not just prostitutes now women in general women in general women on the road some donny has just fucking pulled up and gone do you want to live love and you've gone yeah alright I know that was common back then but not during the time when you though there's a known serial killer around I know it's always that thing oh it's not going to happen to me until it does until it does you know what I mean like just don't do it exactly think smart think smart don't go out well, yeah, there's that as well. <laughs> Save your money. Fuck's sake. Going out is overrated now. Mm-hmm. We, I've done it all. With, nah, not anymore. Nah. Too old for that shit. Yeah. 28 going on 48. Preach. Preach. <laughs> um, yeah, so she accepted a lift home from a stranger. As he went to attack her, thankfully, he was disturbed by a man walking his dog. Right. So big up the man with the dog. What kind of dog? I don't know. Yeah. It's a good dog, though, because it yeah. saved this woman's life. Heck, a good boy. Yeah, it was a good boy. It saved, a good boy. It saved her life. 
Three months later, the Ripper's sixth victim was um, found, but this time it wasn't in Yorkshire, with the body actually being found in a graveyard in Manchester. Well, that's where bodies are meant to be. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> The victim was 20-year-old uh, 20 Jean Jordan. Again, the usual story with her being a sex worker and sustaining the usual ripper injuries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you all right? Yeah, no, I'm just saying, because you said Manchester. Yeah. Manchester, Midlands, isn't it? What? Midlands. Northumberland. Yeah, it's right in the middle. It's like more centre sort of thing, isn't it? Oh, it's right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. Now, her body had been left there for quite some time, with it already starting to decompose. And even more mad than that, can you remember, just side note, the Ian Huntley one where I was on about, like, the compost and that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forensics and, like, all that sort of stuff are some of the most intelligent bastards on the planet. Massively. Because what I'm about to read out now, I was like, how do you fucking even remotely... How does your brain comprehend this? Right? Mm. Like I said, her body had been left there for quite some time, but already starting to decompose. And even more mad than that, they found fly eggs in some of the stab wounds. Now, with fly eggs, some like to lay their eggs in direct sunlight, and some like to lay their eggs in shade. Now, the eggs found in her wound were those that actually liked to lay their eggs in shade. However, the eggs were found in the wound that was in direct sunlight. Right. So, the forensics um, determined this meant the body must have been completely shaded for some time and then dragged out into the sunlight, meaning that the killer had returned to the body to potentially find something that he may have left behind. Ah, uh, right. How do you figure that out from a fly egg? Do you know what I mean? You're yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah, that is mad. That's very mad. Fucking clever. Though, yeah, it? that's what I mean. You're like... clever. That's what I mean. Like, without forensics, the amount of crimes what would get fucking... The majority of them would just go unheard of. Yeah. Now, this confused them to why he would have returned, because she wasn't sexually assaulted or had been robbed or anything like that. So why did he return and remove and move the body? Hmm. But a week later, a handbag was found in a garden near to where her body was discovered. And they managed to determine that it was in fact Jean's handbag. And in a secret compartment in the bag, the police found a brand new £5 note. Right. Uh, so they could see that she was went to the bank. Mm. Not her. Oh. They traced the fiver and found out that it had been given out in a pay packet in one of 35 different companies in Yorkshire. Ah, uh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. This meant that the killer probably worked at one of these companies. Over the next few months, police interviewed, uh, police interviewed 5,000 different men that could have potentially gotten this pay packet, including the Ripper himself. Yeah. However, his alibi for the night of Gene Jordan's murder was credible. Because his alibi was none other than his wife, Sonia Surma. Mm. So, just quickly on the side note. He ended up in a relationship with a uh, Chechen-born woman called Sonia Sarma. Mm. Eight years into the relationship, the pair got married and moved in together with Sonia's parents. Right. 
During this time, Peter's parents and Sonia's looked at Peter as the perfect son, with many people in the area looking at Peter as a kind, caring, loving, hard-working person. Sort of kept himself to himself, but he was an overall good man. Boy, how wrong they were. In fact, there was very, very, very few people who had even seen the true aggressive side to him. Well, yeah. One of his former co-workers, a man called Gary Jackson, who worked with Peter at a local cemetery, recalls Peter playing morbid pranks with skeletons, as well as taking rings off some of those that he buried. So already, he's looking going, fucking hell, this guy ain't the full yeah. shilling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, that's, that's bad, but I imagine it'd be quite funny. <laughs> like, Some around the corner, he's got a fucking body. Hello. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Pull my finger, and it's just a fucking skeleton. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, nah, it's a bit mad. <laughs> His brother-in-law recalls Peter constantly bragging about different prostitutes that he had slept with. <laughs> Apparently, they used to go to, like, the red light district areas and go, yeah, I'll fucking, you know, porked her. Do you know what I mean? Sort of shit like that. Yeah. But to everyone else, he continued to look like a saint. Yeah. So, two months later, in uh, on December 14th, 1977, another murder attempt occurred. 25-year-old Marilyn, Moore's, uh, Marilyn Moore was working as a sex worker and was picked up by the Ripper. And when she got out of the car, he attacked her with a hammer when another car showed up and he ran away again. So this guy must have like a fucking bad omen at this point. From his point of view, every yeah, time he's tried to attack someone, something has to stop. He must be like, for fuck's sake. Yeah, you'd think, oh, I might give up with this. Yeah. Like, I'm going to get caught soon. I don't know. But then again, like uh, I think we just, we've discussed it before. A lot of killers, they like that. Yeah. It's like, that gives it their, 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 their ultimate thrill. Yeah, exactly. Like, getting that nearly caught. And once again, he left tire marks at the scene, which was identical to the marks found at Irene Richardson's body. Mm. This proved that Marilyn was intact, was attacked by the Ripper. Yeah. So again, you've got another one who thinks she's just been attacked, but then because of the tire marks, the police have gone, no, you was attacked by the Ripper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that Donnie that's killed multiple people and that we're still trying to so find. So then, out of that, she, well, no, because she was a sex worker, but like, you'd have thought then they'd be like, let's go back towards where he did kill him. Like you nearly did. Well, yeah. You'd think it'd be like, oh, it's all it's quite similar. Yeah. Well, she made the sketch of an attacker. However, she began to accuse loads of innocent people. Oh, right. Um, she literally would just point out, that was him. He's the one who attacked me. Countless of innocent people. <clears throat> this meant that basically she couldn't be classed as a reliable witness. Nah, Meaning all of the herself. evidence, including the sketch, was discarded. Yeah, she fucked herself up with that. Yeah. I mean, in some ways, like, you can't blame her because she is quite traumatic. Yeah, but at the same time, if you've made a sketch of the attacker... Do you know what I mean? If they made a sketch of an attacker that looked like me, right? Mm. And then she was screaming, saying, you're the one that attacked her. Yeah. It's like, are you... <laughs> not being funny. Which one was it? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. The next victim was 18-year-old Helen Riker, where she got into a car and drove off. Now, the thing with this attack was that Helen and her sister Rita were both working that night as sex workers. They noticed a brown van scouting the area before Helen was picked up. A few months later, Rita was picked up, um, to which the van followed her. Mm. 
The man driving the van explained that he got sexual gratification from following sex workers and their clients and just watched what they did. So he's a bit of a cuck. Uh, uh, I don't know. Which is fucked up. Yeah. However, if he had done that a few minutes earlier and followed Helen and her client rather than Rita and her client, he would have seen the Ripper and maybe even prevented Helen's death. So because he decided to choose Rita, follow her, instead of Helen, mm. another murder happened. Where if he'd done it the other way around, could have potentially saved Helen's life, or at the very least, he would have seen the Ripper attacker. Yeah. Well, a week later, an eighth body was found. And this one belonging to 21-year-old Yvonne Pearson. And she was found, uh, when she was found, this one was terribly decomposed, with her body being discovered two months after she had actually been murdered. Right. Around this time period, the lead investigator into the case received a letter with a Sunderland stamp on it. Mm-hmm. The letter read, I'm sorry, for, I'm sorry, for obvious reasons I cannot give my name. I am the Ripper. Warn whores to keep off the streets and then hopefully it'll be old sluts next time. <laughs> okay, now. now this letter was received before Yvonne, uh, Yvonne's body was renounced announced sorry to the public yeah yeah yeah. meaning to the public the death toll was still seven now the letter also said up to number eight now you say seven but remember preston 75 this meant that the writer of the letter was talking about another victim with this being 26 year old joan harrison who was killed in preston in 1975 and because she had been sexually assaulted as well as well as killed, the police never linked her death down to the Ripper. Right. Because obviously the Ripper wasn't sexually assaulting anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to be like fucking Zodiac. Yeah. This also meant that he is not actually talking about Yvonne Pearson in the letter. Right. And this compute, uh, confused police as the writer of the letter is saying that the death toll is eight and not seven because of Joan Harrison. But the killer's death toll is actually on nine, nine yeah. because of Yvonne Pearson. Well, on the letter, they managed to find a small piece of saliva DNA. And this proved that the writer's uh, blood type was B secreta or something like that. Right, okay. Which is so rare that only 6% of the population has it. Right, so they are starting to narrow him down. Yeah. This also matched the blood type of the person who left semen at the site of Joan Harrison's murder. This meant that police believed that the writer was the one who killed Joan Harrison and linked to the Ripper. However, it wasn't true. He was a copycat. The writer very well may have killed Joan Harrison, but he didn't kill anyone else. Ah, he was a copycat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And years later, when the Ripper was found, he said that he never killed Joan Harrison. And and when they did a blood test on him, his blood group was completely different to that of the writers, mm. meaning it was a completely different person. Right, and is, is this person still at large? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, oh, fucking hell. Two months later, the real Ripper's ninth victim came, and in May 1978, uh, 1978 41-year-old Vera Millwood uh, was found again with the signature injuries, the blow to the head and stab wounds. Police decided to step up their investigation again and decided to spot different cars that were spotted in the red light district sort of area. Mm -hmm. 
They noted down the reg plates of all the cars seen, and if the same car was spotted in the, in the same area multiple times, they would pull them over and question them. Many men was questioned during during this method, yeah. including the Ripper himself. Oh, fucking hell. He told the police that the reason he spotted multiple times is because that's the way he comes home from work. But the police was not fully satisfied with this answer, so they scheduled another interview with him. Yeah. But before this could happen, it was actually cancelled because a tenth body was found. <laughs> this time, 19-year-old Josephine Whitaker was killed walking home. Uh, once again, jo uh, Josephine suffered the signature injuries. However, she wasn't a prostitute. And on one of her breasts, there was actually a bite mark of from somebody with a gap in their teeth. This meant the police obviously knew that the killer had a gap in his teeth. Mm. During this, the lead investigator received another letter. And there was also a tape recording along with it. And the tape recording said, I am Jack. Basically meaning the Ripper. I see you are still having no luck catching me. I have the greatest respect for you, but Lord, you are no no nearer catching me now than four years ago when I started. Now, the man on the tape seemed to have a very strong Northern Eastern Sunderland type accent. Right. This threw the police off because the whole time they believed the Ripper was from Yorkshire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The police decided to follow this lead and release them to the uh, public, like all the tape recordings in that. They also decided to re-interview all the men they deemed suspects um, in the area, that, including Sutcliffe himself. Right. This time, they was more suspicious of him coming out of the interview than they was when he went in, with him seen to be really aggy. However, the police just put this down to the fact that he was getting tired of being questioned, considering they had interviewed him five times. Yeah. They'd interviewed the actual killer five times and they put it down to, nah, he's probably just getting annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how fucking mad is that? Yeah, he had five chances. Yeah. He's, yeah, you know, but yeah, no, that's, that's crazy. However, one of the police officers thought there was more to it than that, especially as this man looked exactly like the sketches they had of the Ripper. He also had the size seven uh, foot and the gap in his teeth. And the company he worked for was one of those involved in the £5 note inquiry. <laughs> so you've got all of this pointing towards him. And it's still saying that. Yeah. And this one officer was constantly saying all of this is pointing towards him. And the rest of the dumb fucks were just like, nah, it's not him, chief. Nah, you're talking <laughs> shit. You're waffling, bruv. If you were this officer, you'd be like, nigger. <laughs> you're like, what more does this cunt have to do? <laughs> <laughs> to the point, this police officer wrote a report compiling of all the evidence pointing towards uh, Sutcliffe, took it to his chief, and his chief completely discarded it because he didn't have a northeastern accent. Oh my god! So you've got all this evidence pointing towards him, and this one bit that's not, and you've decided to go with the one that's not. He could put it on. Exactly. <laughs> like, but like just you with the Scottish accent. You just can never just tell. wait. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> when I was looking this up, I'm not gonna lie, it made me laugh because all that kept going through my head was, you know, that scene in Hot Fuzz where it's like Leslie Teller was fucking murdered. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, murder, murder, murder. Change the fucking record. Yeah, it's like yeah. that was genuinely what was happening right yeah, now. It was yeah. like it's him, and he's like, 
No, it's not. <laughs> it's like, are you saying this is a murder? <laughs> You're like, motherfucker. <laughs> People have accidents every day. day. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fucking hell, he's actually the real life version of that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I wonder that's where they got it from. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Well, the police was putting 90% of their effort into the tapes believing that this was the Ripper. And they even sent squads up to Sunderland to interview people. Mm. They also showed the tapes to Tracy Brown, which was one of the surviving victims, mm-hmm. who adamantly told them that that is not the Ripper on those tapes. But they're still going with it. Yep. Right out. Dick heads. Now, during this time, the police were still logging all the cars spotted um, in all the red uh, light district areas. Mm. And um, unbeknownst to them, they had actually logged the Ripper's car twice in Leeds, Mm. once in Manchester, and 36 times in Bradford. So, you've got all that evidence that that officer found. This fucking guy's car has been flagged multiple times, and you're still going with the Sunderland accent. I think he's right. They said that letter had a Sunderland stamp. Yeah. Even though it couldn't have just been matey fucking him about. Exactly. Who who might have killed, what was her name, sorry, Joan? Joan Whitaker, I think, or something like that. Joan, yeah. Uh, Hang yeah. on. It was Joan. Moment, please. So many words. Joan Harrison. Joan Harrison. Yeah, it might have been him who killed Joan Harrison. And he's just take, taking him for a ride. Exactly. Trying to be like the fucking Zodiac, when in reality, all he's doing is perverting the course of justice. Yeah. And fucking up the actual case. Exactly. Are you mad? Now, at this time, an 11th body was found. Mm-hmm. This time, 21-year-old Barbara Leach was murdered in the exact same way as all the others. But this time, she was literally metres away from her own front door. Oh, good. How close. Do you know what I mean? Twelve days later, police in Sunderland get a call from someone who they believed could have been the same man on the tapes. Mm. To which he's... um, What? To which all he said was, tell him, meaning the lead investigator, that this is a hoax. Due to this, the lead investigator, George Oldfield, suffered a stress-induced heart attack. Fucking hell. He's been basically taken for a mug, run around the ringers, trying desperately to catch this cunt. And this tosser from Sunderland... He had all the evidence. But then this tosser from Sunderland wind him up and just gone, that's a hawk's leak. (laughs) And and it's caused a heart attack. Yeah, but... Fucking, like, he had all the evidence. Yeah. It was all pointing towards Sutcliffe anyway. Exactly. Much, apart from the fucking voice note. Yeah. Which, right, if there's some fucking murder in Britain, I'll just ring the police up, say, ah, what you say, I've done it. Yeah. Like, and then they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not possible. For fuck's you know what I mean? sake. Fucking dickheads. <laughs> fucking idiots, man. They did, he did survive and actually decided to step away from the case. Oh, did he? Best fucking decision he could have ever made. Yeah, because he was getting fucking nowhere. <laughs> nowhere. <laughs> now, the new investigator wanted all the details of the case so far and was even um, and even told the ma- uh, the police officer... Wait, what? 
and was even told that the man the police officer had all this evidence on had actually been eliminated uh, as a suspect from the case. Even though that man was the Yorkshire fucking ripper. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. <laughs> uh, if I was him, right? I'm, I'm worried as a British yeah, citizen. Yeah. If I get murdered, hit their name again. Yeah. <laughs> but if fucking right, if I was the ripper, honestly, I would just be sitting back down. <laughs> you fucking monster. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> you've you had me in the station multiple times. You've got all this evidence pointing against me. I've caused the lead investigator to have a heart attack. Yeah. And you're still nowhere near catching me, and you've eliminated me as a suspect. You're going cross country for fuck's sake. You're like, you dumb, dumb cunt. (laughs) Jesus H. Christ. Well, this is when he killed his 12th and 13th victims. 47-year-old Marguerite Walls and 20-year-old Jacqueline Hill. Mm. Again, with all the same injuries. Well, on 2nd of January, 1981, the police were still doing the routine checks at the red light districts. This, um, on this day, Sh- uh, Sheffield police checked the reg of a certain car. The reg plate didn't match the model of that car or the driver. Mm. Basically meaning fake Stol- plates. Yeah, stolen car, fake plates. Yeah. So they asked the driver to step out where they could do a check on him. He tried to run away. And he, the police officer's like, whoa, whoa, stop, stop, stop. He's turned around and gone, sorry, Matt, I needed a piss. <laughs> sorry, Matt, I needed a piss. I was running to the toilet. They was his exact words. Jesus Christ. But obviously, because he tried to run away in that, they arrested him. Yeah, fair. They kept him overnight, and they even got the Ripper case team to interview him, but nothing came of it. The if, police... you t- if you tell me this is Sutcliffe, I'm going to fucking lose my shit. The police officer that arrested him remembered that he tried to run away. So he went back to the scene just to have a look around. And that is when he found a hammer and a screwdriver. <laughs> so at this point, they rearrested this man and told him basically what they found. And Peter Sutcliffe just straight up confessed that he was the Yorkshire Ripper. <laughs> So, yes, they, that it, man that ran away saying he needed a piss <laughs> was Peter William fucking Sutcliffe. So, if he didn't go back to check the motor, he'd he would have got away with it again. again. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. That is oh, it's just fucking ridiculous, <laughs> isn't it? What? He told the police that he was actually told by God... That he was that he had a mission to rid the world of prostitutes. Oh yeah, he's son of Sam now, is he? Yeah, what pretty the... much. He's fucking son of prick. <laughs> what a fucking dog told him to do it. <laughs> now during Sutcliffe's trial, over two thousand people turned up every day, where he pleaded not guilty to murder, but guilty to manslaughter due to it being God's plan. Right. This basically went in one ear and out the other. Mm. Well, in May 1981, Peter Sutcliffe was found guilty of all three murders and the attempted murders of many others. Right. He was given 20 life sentences and a whole life tariff. Yeah. After his trial, he was diagnosed as a paranoid schizophrenic and was taken to Broadmoor Hospital. In his first week there, he was attacked by another inmate who tried to strangle him with a headphone cable. 
Later that same year, he was attacked again by another inmate who stabbed him in the eye with a pen, completely blinding him in his left eye and severely damaging his right eye. At this point, he was then moved to HMP Franklin until his death of COVID-related issues on Friday 13th, November 2020. <laughs> Friday 13th. Yeah, what a fucking what a day. day. See, and for all these people that saying fucking COVID was shit, it's, it done some good. It got rid of this cunt. Yeah. What a cunt. What a fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cops are cunts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just like, it's a mind fuck. Yeah. How the fuck did they not twig... Do you know what? Big up that officer that put all the evidence together. Even though everyone else looked at him like, nah, you're talking silly bollocks. Yeah. Big up. Big up, mate. Yeah. <laughs> the, only one, the only one with a fucking brain cell by the looks of it. Like, honestly, that cunt deserves a knighthood. Yeah. If I was the queen... Oh, if I was the queen? If I was the king... Yeah. And I saw this, I'd be like, mate, you're getting a fucking knighthood. Yeah. You are getting a knighthood. Or at the very least, promotion. Yeah. <laughs> For now. fuck's sake. Oh... What a fucking tit. Like, after all of that, right, that bloke that found all the evidence in that, you'd need a beer and a lie down, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd be like, I'm having a fucking... I'm going on holiday. Yeah. I've earned a holiday. I'm having (laughs) two months off. And the only reason he was caught was because of the fake regs and the fact that he tried to run off. They hadn't even arrested him when they asked him to step out the car. Yeah, so he could... So he could have been... All right, it was just a trick. Yeah, all right, off you go. Yeah. But because he ran off needing a piss, he got caught. (laughs) And then the officer's going, hang on, did they try and run away? Let me go have a look back. Mm. And finding the murder weapons and thinking... Oh, <laughs> keep men, keep men. We might have got him here, and boys. This, but after all of this, right, the fucking twat in Sunderland who's doing all this shit, the fucking lead investigator having a heart attack, Sutcliffe called in countless times to be interviewed, the fucking £5 note thing, everything, right? When they finally got him, he's just gone, him. yeah, it was me. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? After all of that, <laughs> yeah. he's just gone, yeah, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, really? <laughs> you could have done this months ago. You <laughs> All we had to say was, we think you're the Ripper. You would have went, yeah. For well, fuck's sake. Well, suppose I am. <laughs> you keep saying I am, I must be. And honestly, right, if I was the fucking lead investigator, anyone with a Sunderland accent after that, I'd just smash the shit out yeah, of them, would, yeah. thinking that it was him. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it was you, you fucking cunt. <laughs> to kick the shit out of them. Like, you'd like that. You would like, if you didn't support a football team back then, you would definitely be a Newcastle fan. Yeah. You would definitely be a Newcastle fan now. You'd be like, fuck Sunderland. Newcastle till I die. Toon Army. Fuck them lot. Mac and bastards. <laughs> and you'd be like, that fucking hell. <laughs> Meet, meet a bird, you're like, oh, you're right. What's your name? Oh, blah, blah, blah. Where are you from? Sunderland, fuck off. Swag. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have nothing to do with that city again. <laughs> oh, mate, that is, that is crazy. Absolutely fucking crazy. They literally been sold a ringer multiple times. Yeah. But how the fuck can you seriously look at all that evidence and the fact that he didn't have a Sunderland accent is the one reason you didn't? Yeah. When it's... he had the gap in his teeth, that matched the bike mat, the size seven boots that matched the footprint, the five pound note which matched the fucking DNA thing. Yeah, you've got everything pointing towards him. The motor had the same. The motor tire. with the same tire. Literally, it's like, are you a dickhead? Mm. 
But so all it had, all all it needed was him going. Led beforehand was to go. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, that's all it needed. Cause I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> what you say? You could have just put the accent on. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know some people can do accents really well. Like me with Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, 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 that no, 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 you should have oh, another accent when you try Scottish, <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it at that, <laughs> oh, I don't know, no, I ain't gonna try it, no, know. don't, no, I ain't gonna try it, because you get cancelled, well, I don't know, I think the Scottish accent's pretty good, <laughs> it is, for another country, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's bang on, <laughs> Asian accent. I'll just leave it at that. I'll just leave it at that. Asian accent. Try Scottish. It comes out Asian. That's all I'll say. <laughs> but yeah, that was the story of Peter, Peter. the Tap Sucker. But the fact this cunt has got the audacity to go to Ian Huntley going, nah, you're, you child killing bastard. It's like, <laughs> hang on uh, a minute. Brother. <laughs> got something to tell you here yeah you, you kind of killed a child yeah you kind of done the same kind of thing yeah like, you're just as bad if not well i wouldn't say if not worse I mean, oh, they're both as bad as each other. yeah 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 but i mean you you killed more people yeah <laughs> you you're a gun <laughs> you know, you, uh, i hope he died in pain he probably I hope did. covid really chefed him probably did ha Big up COVID. Fuck you. You fucking legend, COVID. <laughs> See, Friday the 13th is also quite lucky then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are the odds of that, though? Him dying on Friday the 13th. Yeah, I know. That's mad, isn't it? That's like meant to be like serial killers like Christmas Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, what do you make of that one then? I hate British police. <laughs> They're fucking metal. Oh, don't get me wrong, I think they're a lot better now. <laughs> they got no fucking choice. I well, don't yeah. know how you could get worse. Oh, I was going to say, I yeah, really yeah. don't know how. I was gonna, yeah, I was going to say, you can't get much Unless the murder worse. happened right in front of you and you just went, oh, I didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way this actually could be worse. Yeah. Or <laughs> Pete Sutcliffe said it was him, but they were like, nah, it wasn't. Nah, right. you're talking shit, you ain't got some little accent. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear from the right here, you can't. <laughs> Right. But isn't it mad though? Like all his family and everything, they were all surprised and yeah. said how much of a perfect man he was. It just shows, like, yeah, you don't know who yeah. you're talking to. So anyone that's in a relationship, yeah, and you think your husband's the dream person or your wife's the dream person, you think, oh, I've landed on my feet here. God's gift. They could be a killer. Courtney, I'm not a killer. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Courtney's the killer. Nah, I don't believe that. <laughs> So yeah, anyone listening, just keep an eye out. <laughs> you never if know. Start putting on a Geordie type accent. Run. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sakes. <laughs> Fuck it up. But the fact that this went, the thing that pisses me off, right? Because this twat that rang in and sent the letter and the fucking tape and all that. If he didn't do that, he may have been caught earlier. Sooner, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. Uh, he could have. Potentially of, how do I word this? Like spared, yeah, it, it like spared like a few. a few people's lives. Yeah, yeah, well, it's, yeah, and like matey with the fucking who wrote the letter, or it's probably same bloke. 
who wrote a letter in about um, uh, Harrison. Mm. Like, because that, that stopped him as well. That stumped him as well, yeah. didn't it? And with both of them, like, it it, it could have been And the so same reality is, I don't think Joan Harrison's murder's gone answered for. No. So the, the, if this guy was the one responsible, he's gotten away with it. Yeah. And he's hindered this investigation, which could have potentially led up to survival of a few women. Yeah. So this guy is really, Just think about bad. it, and he, if not worse. Yeah. Yeah. May not have killed as many people, yeah, he's, he's, but he could have subconsciously done it. Yeah. Like, well, not subconsciously. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, vicariously yeah. done it, sort of. Do you know what I mean? Like, Ooh, is that the right word? I don't know, mate. I've never heard that word before in my life. <laughs> Funnily enough, I don't think that gets spread about in Norfolk quite a lot. Fucking hell. But no, they, it does make you worry, doesn't it? But uh, what gets me though, as well, right, is they, they, as well, that they knew that there was a killer out there. Mm-hmm. But the sex workers, don't get me wrong, I know they've got to pay the bills and all that. You'd think they'd be a bit more careful with yeah. as well, wouldn't you? Like, nah, we're only doing three. But the fact is, <laughs> this, this whole time, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so they weren't on the road. This whole time, oh, we'll get right? one half price. <laughs> <laughs> Meal deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not trying to speak ill of the dead here, but I mean, it's just the way we cope with things. But you know what I mean, though. Like they, you'd have thought, like, and with women like who are walking by themselves and everything, you weren't sex workers or anything like that. Don't walk by yourself. Just don't go out until yeah. this was over, because you you are just putting a target on your head. Mm-hmm. I know back then it was common in that, but not once you know there's a serial killer. Definitely, yeah around the area yeah that he's just targeting women now not just sex workers yeah exactly you, you, I mean when um, I can't think which killer it was like, it might be BTK or someone uh, in America like it was when they were, were going for black women or black kids mm. or something like that like again they, there was curfews that brought in there was um, they say they were they used to do daisy links yeah like, you know chain link yeah. people and um, like so, they were and they were never on their own. No. So then it kind of like starved yeah. the killer of his. Of and his I know I, I understand people might look at that and go, "Oh yeah, but that's fucking suffocating my life and that." But well, at least it, you're still alive. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Would you rather that or the alternative? Yeah. The potential of death. Exactly. But imagine being one of these survivors, though, especially like the original two that were attacked, like with the knife slashes and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking. Fucking hell, that was him. Yeah. Because obviously the ske- it was him because of the sketches and everything. Yeah. There's no like denial. It was suckly. You'd be so angry. You'd be angry, but at the same time, like Yeah, you'd be relieved. Yeah, but you'd thinking, be so angry, like you I'd have yeah, been like going, this you could all have been prevented. prevented. If you just fucking took that seriously, you yeah. silly cunt. Especially yeah. as we weren't sex workers. Yeah. You could have got him banged to rights and then in there. Both of the sketches added up. Why didn't you take that seriously? Oh, it's fucking ridiculous. This is what I mean. If they ever fucking one of my family get killed or whatever, and the police investigate, it's like, no, nah, I'll fucking do it myself. Yeah. I'll do it myself. 100%. <laughs> Piss off. <laughs> I don't trust you lot. Because I'll fucking drag the killer, bring you like a fucking Bible-sized book of evidence, and you'll still go, nah. <laughs> we didn't do it, so it can't be right. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Oh, mate, it's ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. 
but I just it's so annoying yeah this whole thing is annoying because of the police fucking up dickhead in fucking Sunderland yeah even it sounds bad but even the women to some certain point yeah why are you going out during the time of a serial killer so they, they should have brought out curfews. They should have brought well, they, out. They, there was there's so many things they could have yeah. put in place. So they've done that. They've done that with um, Raoul Moat, didn't they? He yeah. when he killed um, his his ex wife's fella mm. and the other police officer, they literally put the entire town on lockdown. Yeah, literally had fucking like almost a convey of convoy. Convoy. That's the one. Sorry, I'm fucking. <laughs> But passion. <laughs> Fucking up my words. <laughs> but like a convoy of like police, armed response units, everything hunting him down. They didn't let anyone out until no. they found him. Yeah. It's like, it's not hard to do. I know it robs you of your freedom and that. It bets your safety. But it's, exactly. And like yeah. for fucking hell's sake. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what to say. Like, it's, it's, it's done now. It's done. It? So we could we could be inventing saying all police accounts yeah. and everything. When in reality they're not. No, of course they're not. But um, it is just so fucking annoying when you look back. And but you, it's hindsight all the time. Yeah, though, it's hindsight. It? But at the same time, it wasn't hindsight because all the all the evidence or everything was there. Yeah, it was there from day dot. They were all pointing towards him. The only thing what could save us because we only we're only getting like snippets of what was actually going on. Mm-hmm. We don't actually know. We weren't there. We weren't in the police police officer's shoes. What was actually going on? So, it. Yeah, I know you what you're know getting at. I mean. Yeah, I know what you're getting. It at. could have been a lot harder than what we're speaking about now because we're yeah. getting all like what what was proven yeah. to be him. Yeah, exactly. At the time, it could have been like, well, you just don't you just don't know yeah. until it comes out. Yeah. So it, it, it is one of them. Yeah, oh, I don't know. But big up the copper that actually fucking. Nick. Had a brain cell. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you said it was him. Yeah. Fuck's sake. I'd walk in like the biggest, smuggest prick going if you that was me. I mean, you would, but at the same time, you wouldn't because it's like, it's just like, justice. Yeah. Justice had been served right, you know what I mean? I'd like, just make snide remarks. Yeah, but like, well, it's like, oh, you actually could listen to me this time of year. Yeah. Many of that. <laughs> Fuck's sake. But no, I think. That's me about done for this one. Yeah, yeah. What are we doing next week? Next week, we're staying in Ireland. Oh. Uh, Republic I'm, or Northern? Uh, I don't know. Probably both. Ah, know. right. Decent. <laughs> one, one or the other. It's Ireland, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's got <laughs> Ireland in the name. I can tell you that much. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but um, no, we are going to be talking about the high-pitched screaming Banshee. Oh. Which is uh, used to be an omen of death. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna be talking. Well, they just what you just hear them screaming. It's like, oh fuck, I'm gonna die. Pretty sort of much, thing. yeah. Oh. If you heard, yeah, you'd be fucked if it was. <laughs> you, you didn't know what the banshee sounded like. It was like a peacock or something. Yeah, <laughs> you're just walking down the road, just ah, you're like, oh, that's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a peacock mating call, but it's like, I'm fucked. I'm done. Yeah, oh fuck, I better. I might as well start digging my own grave now. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, it was saying. I think the original myth is a woman who lo- uh, lost her children and she'd m- m- like mourn for him, right? Wail and cry and scream and then she when she died now her vengeful spirit and um 
and she would uh, then if you heard a banshee's cry it'd be either yourself or a family member would die within a year oh shit yeah it's a bit morbid so that's going to be a very fun episode <laughs> we'll oh. make light of it we always do yeah got it ain't yeah but um, no, yeah. So let's say I've got to do a lot more research. I mean, I know bits and pieces about Banshee, but I've got to do a lot more research. Yeah. But um, yeah. So you can follow us. I don't know what. I've done <laughs> I was going to say, did, you're right. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So with that, but uh, that'll be next week. So you can follow us on Facebook, which is Mr. Mysteries in Black and White. You, which we put on polls, we update when the new episode's out, we've got all the links to everything on there. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram, which is missingmysteries underscore. You can, yeah, it's not the actual word underscore, it's the little line thing. Line thing. <laughs> oh, no, I don't like that sound like that, ain't me. Line thing. Roman. Um, <laughs> you can email us at mysteries at outlook.com. That could be sightings, that could be theories, that could be um, criticisms, praises, which we'd prefer. <laughs> that could be uh, if you want to come on the podcast, um, if what else subjects you want us to yeah. cover specific question you want to ask us yeah questions uh, like well anything anything to do with the podcast with the youtube with patreon with anything at all please email us at missingmysteries at outlook.com mm-hmm. you can watch us again hello again, what you fucking say boys uh on our youtube which is Missing Mysteries, which... Again, we'll put the link on the Facebook. On the Facebook, because it is difficult at the minute, because we're trying to sort out the algorithms and all that fucking bollocks <laughs> on YouTube. Good for you. Huh? Algorithm? Yeah, well, you know. Do you know what it means? No, I got fucking... <laughs> 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 I just know, that's what I've heard over YouTube science. So, <laughs> so oh, it, I'm getting on it and all. Yeah, so yeah, all algorithms and stuff. <laughs> It, I thought I was doing maths. Oh, I don't know. It's <laughs> algebra. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I'm, I'm Hunter. I don't know. I don't know shit like that. <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah. Algorithms and that. Um, yeah, no, stop so, saying it there, can no, you? No, I can't. <laughs> big word, isn't it? <laughs> but, yeah, so... It, the best way is to find us is on Facebook. Yeah. And now we have a link straight to the YouTube channel. Subscribe while you're there. Turn the bell on so you can get notified when you get in, when another video is out. And that won't just mean be podcast episodes. That'll be investigations, vlogs, all sorts. Yeah, but <laughs> Reaction videos when we get time to do it. Yeah. And all sorts. So, yeah, please, yeah, subscribe and like the channel. Mm-hmm. We much, very much appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You can listen to us at Josh. Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Podchaser, Samsung, Player FM, and iHeartRadio. Again, uh, you'll find, if you find the link uh, in our Facebook, which just takes it to the yeah, it website. It takes it to the website, and then there'll be, like, little logos of all the different... Um, podcast apps that you can listen to us on literally just click the logo that will take you straight to our page on that yeah specific page platform platform see look at me with a look at you <laughs> fucking hell this is just 
<laughs> wrote rum turn of affairs. <laughs> 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 but no, let's say um, soon we've got our, uh, our f- what do we say, like our first ghost hunt in with Dark Realm. Yeah. I can't wait. Oh, so, that's going to be so I good. can't wait. I really, thing is, I really hope some really scary shit happens. So do I. But at the same time, I'm like, do I really want to be in that place while <laughs> all that's going on? You know what I mean? <laughs> my biggest fear is if we get scared and we drop the camera. Yeah. We're that's gonna, my biggest fear. We'll have to get like some sort of time. Ta- yeah. Actually. There you are then. Sorted. Ask you shall receive. <laughs> Yeah, but no, I'm really looking forward to that. Where there's going to be like-minded people. There's different um, paranormal researchers who are going mm-hmm. there. Who we will try. We'll, well, we will. We'll talk to them. They hopefully will give give us advice and hope. And hopefully, we might even get some guests for the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Which will be either on here on what you're listening to now, or on our Patreon if we feel a bit saucy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, well, we'll see. <laughs> but um yeah no thank you again uh for listening if you've got this far we appreciate it very much um let's say merch will be coming out soon uh bit more videos will be coming out soon we are we are on it now we are, we are fucking on it, on it. we're I'll in cut. the algorithm see <laughs> fucking algorithms <laughs> algorithms if you're feeling really bougie algebra what? <laughs> Is this what you thought it was? Yeah, well, that's A equals fucking T or something. I don't know. <laughs> fucking like, fuck the car, no. It's just wank when you think of it. Oh, yeah, it? it's <laughs> absolutely pointless. Yeah, no. It's the most pointless shit ever. Yeah, all right, let's not go into it because I'm going to fucking have a aneurysm. Fucking hell, we're bringing out all the A's today, aren't we? Oh, Algorithm, yeah. algebra, aneurysm. Yeah, yeah, asylum. <laughs> <laughs> a dog. <laughs> Alligator. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to alligators. But no. So yeah, comment your favourite A. <laughs> oh, that's a bit Sounds a bit mad, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't go there. <laughs> yeah, dirty pig. Email us with pictures. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, we're like, yes, we finally got an email. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can see what you have for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. Right, let's fucking end this. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much for listening. I'll see you on the next one. See ya. Happy hunting.